Hello and welcome to Ashley Asty Live. I am Ashley Asty. Today we're going to have a conversation about journaling, but we're going to go deeper than that. So journaling is a tool that allows us to have existence speak through us. When I have or work with my clients in my Eat Well mentorship program, I ask them to journal because through it often it will bring attention and awareness to something deep within them that maybe they hadn't seen or known before and allows the mind to get out of the way and for something within to speak through them. So journaling is a tool that we'll sometimes use to develop awareness. But most importantly, like I said, it's a tool for releasing the mind and opening the voice of the heart. This is when you have clarity. So we're going to get back to journaling and why and how and all of that. But I'm going to start now with a dream that I had last night. Actually, I'm going to tell you two dreams, one from last night and then one that I had nearly a decade ago. In my dream last night, I was getting a message. There was a woman who is a messenger who was speaking to me. And she was talking to me about my books, meaning the books that I have written. And essentially, she was telling me that I have been clinging to them clinging to the way they are moving through the world, as if I want to have control over how they're received and where they go. And she was telling me that I need to let go, that I'm clinging too tightly, and that the master within, the God, universe, existence within, I need to surrender up to them and allow them to move my words, move my words through the world. That it wasn't up to me. And that my words could not dance out in the world until I let them go. Until I let go of control. So in this case, my dream related to me personally in, in the form of me being a writer and the way that I want my creations to be seen in the world and greeted and to whom and how and all of that. But it, essentially, it's a dream about control. And I think we all can relate to that, of wanting to put our own I, our ego, our mind self into something and control the way it manifest the results of our actions. But the message in my dream was to allow existence to move what's meant to through me and to speak through me and to be a guide. And it's funny or I don't, I don't know, it's not coincidental. I feel like there's a divine timing to these things sometimes because this morning when I woke up, I um, got a text message from a friend and he had received a text message from like a teacher of his um, about the Christ ideal from Hazrat Khan. And at the end of, so he passed the messages along to me. And at the end of this Christ ideal quote from Hazrat Khan, it said, Hark to the voice of the master that calls from within and without. 
In other words, within us, there is a master God existence knowing, deepest self, whatever you want to call it, that has a voice that speaks through us and guides us. And it is the ultimate guide. So we can use books to guide us, philosophy and scriptures, and that's valuable. But at the end of the day, those are only tools. And at some point, we need to drop those too. And it is the experience of God, of existence, light, the universe knowing within that is our true guide. And again, when we allow this existence, this experience of the ultimate, of the center, of the source to speak through us, we experience clarity and we become the embodiment of God, of our sacred, deepest selves. And talking to me about the quote this morning, my friend texted me and he said, it's about what's within. And I agree, it's about following that, letting your center, the center, be your guide. Because this is the place of your soul, your soul shining through. Let your soul shine through and speak through you. So this brings me to the second dream I wanted to tell you about. And this second dream I had, I had about 10 years ago. And I remember it feeling at first, as the dream initiated, scary because I was on a road it was dark. It was a highway. It was nighttime and I was driving. Although I don't really, I didn't feel like I was in control of the car. As much as I was in the driver's seat, I wasn't the one driving. It was like my hands almost lifted off the wheel and something else was guiding it. And it was scary because it was going fast and swerving and I didn't know where it was going. And as you probably could suspect, I, the car crashed. I crashed. And there was this sense of like uh, intense fear. And the car goes up in flames. And I'm watching this. My dream self is watching this happen, watching me go up in flames. So there's this anticipation fear what's happening now what's happening next is this death and then from the flames and the ashes rises a phoenix this is an ancient tale not one i invented myself but that's what came through in my dreams the sense of death and rebirth so what does this have to do with journaling So journaling is a tool to getting to the place of God, soul, center. But in the process, in getting to that place, the ego and the mind must die. So how did I come to record this podcast this morning to go from the dream I had 10 years ago to the one I had last night to the text messages this morning? to journaling. Um, So after all of that happened this morning, I opened up what's called the Book of Wisdom by Osho. And the page I happened to open upon was about poetry. And as someone who has written books of poetry, I was like, oh, (laughs) this feels right. This, I feel called to this. But you don't have to be a poet to appreciate the message. 
and the page I opened to began, Poetry contains all. It contains love, it contains prayer. It contains meditation and much more. All that is divine, all that is beautiful, all that can take you to the transcendental is contained in poetry. Poetry means a state of being where the mind is no longer interfering between you and existence. The whole starts speaking through you, starts dancing through you. And the whole transforms you into a flute. Now, if you're not a poet, you may think, all right, that's lovely. <laughs> but how does this apply to me? I bring in poetry to this conversation because it's energy, it's essence embodies the essence of journaling, of what journaling is in its highest form. So often people will talk about ways to journal and the best practices. And some people suggest that when you wake up in the morning, one of the first things you do is open your notebook or go to a, a document on your computer and start typing or writing. And whatever comes out, comes out, even if it's just like, I don't feel like writing right now. <laughs> whatever it is, it's sort of like this automatic writing process, um, sometimes called daily pages. And so it might seem at first that you're in your head, which can be the same process as meditation, right? When you first sit down to meditate, you might start noticing that your hips feel a little tight as you're trying to sit on the floor, or your back's stiff, or you're thinking about the things you have to do in your day or what you're going to have for breakfast. But the more time elapses, and the more you call on your breath to guide you, you start sinking deeper into it and withdrawing the senses inside yourself so that the external world disappears and you go within, you tap within and you tap beyond. It's the same idea with journaling. I was an English major in college and I think one of the most unfortunate things about how writing is sometimes taught is a exercise of the mind, is something that we think through. And the truth is that true poets, mystics, messengers, guides, gurus, teachers, writers, true poets, in fact, their mind has nothing whatsoever to do with the process of expression, of creation, of writing. So as we sit down and we take this sacred time to journal, and we might begin with something like, I don't feel like doing this right now, or I am sitting at the computer typing, whatever comes out that starts very much in the mind. As we allow ourselves to, our fingers to physically type on the keyboard, our senses do the same thing. They begin to withdraw within ourselves and we begin to tap into something deeper. And so it ends up coming out on the page is not of the mind, it is of the spirit, of the soul, of the center. Osho describes the process and he says, and then something starts flowing through him which is not his own. He is only a medium. 
He goes on, poetry is his very soul. It is his essential being. So we come back to the beginning where we started. That journaling is a tool for allowing existence to speak through you. Because as you practice it over and over again, as you take the time simply to show up, whether that's five minutes a day, ten minutes a day, or a half an hour, when you take the time for yourself to write, you create an opening. And the more you do it, the more your mind will get out of the way and clarity will speak through you. The writer Julia Cameron is famous for promoting this idea, the concept of what she calls morning pages. So this automatic, and she says, stream of consciousness writing that happens first thing in the morning. And she says it doesn't have to be high art. (laughs) It doesn't need to be this beautiful thing that is worthy of publication, and you don't even need to be or to define yourself as a writer in order to do them. The idea is is it is accessible to everyone. But mostly what it is, more than just generating good ideas for you or sparking creativity, is a surrendering. What ends up coming through through journaling is not our ego and it's not our mind. It is existence. And so what's interesting is it's almost as if you, your mind self, disappears in the process. And what comes through is your absolute glory, your multidimensional self, beauty that you didn't know that is within you. The example I give to my clients in my Eat Well program is maybe simply start by writing your feelings down before you eat or even better after. How do you feel? What do you notice? Or I'm in a yoga teacher training and we're encouraged to journal after every yoga practice that we have. And the more we do it, the more I start noticing. I start noticing the effects of my breath, of particular movements, of the energy of a class, the energy of a teacher, of my energy, and how it intertwines with the energy of the practice that day and shapes it. Journaling leads to deep and sacred insight. It is so important because that is how transformation happens. So again, in this eating program that I do, people are often coming to me because they want to change their relationship to food and to their bodies and ultimately change their wellness and change their lives. And I would like to say that there is a specific process. Step one happens, you complete that, you move on to step two. Step two happens, you complete that, you move on to step three. But true 
change that is initiated from within, which is the only change that is lasting, doesn't happen that way. It is activated as we bring awareness deeper and deeper within ourselves. Some of my favorite meditations to do on the surface are very simple. Close my eyes, notice my breath, and then walk in through the back door of my heart and ask myself, what do I feel? And then I feel it and it comes to me and then I I go beneath it as if I'm dropping deeper on a ladder into the depths of my heart. And what's beneath that feeling? And then as that dissipates to go one layer deeper, what's that? Until I get to the center. That's what it is with journaling. Moving deeper into the center of us to discover revelations and to activate real change from our core. And one of the tools with this, one of the techniques is not to focus on thinking. I think this, I think that. Thinking and feeling cannot happen at the same time. And what we want is to tap into the feeling, the energy, the essence. Because if we're focused on what we think, we're still in our mind. And our mind is just an illusion. It's clouded by our own perceptions. And so that's why I brought up the dream of death and of the phoenix rising. Because ultimately, we want to surrender to to existence in a way that our mind self disappears. And our mind will try clinging and holding on. It's why when we meditate, all these thoughts come rushing in, keeping us from that place of liberation, of clarity. The mind wants to hang on. But as we journal or as we meditate, as we release into ourselves, we realize that all of that external mind chatter is not ours. And the greatest revelation is that we are existence. Allowing existence to speak through you in journaling allows you to recognize that you are part of source, that source resides within you. As the Hazrat Khan goes, hark to the voice of the master that calls from within. Lead from that place. That is your inner guide, your ultimate guide, your divine self speaking through you and connecting you to the whole. And I bring up poetry and that beautiful quote by Osho about poetry containing love and it being a dance, a celebration, because that's who we become through these practices of developing awareness, through journaling. So journaling is not the end goal. Our goal is not to sit down and journal every day and that's it. The goal is to transcend journaling 
and use it as a tool to become aligned with our deepest self, our true nature, our center. And that's when everything that speaks through us, everything that shines through us, the way our soul radiates, is poetry. It is a dance. It is celebration. Even in our silence, our poetry can be felt as if our silence has music in it. Osho says, it's as if poetry becomes our fragrance. And poetry is just this dance. It is this gratitude. It is truly who we are. And when we live from a place of our true nature, there is this deep sense of relaxation and peace because we are no longer holding up something artificial. We know we are supported. We know we are at home within ourselves. And that's when our essence radiates love and light. Who we are within becomes how we shine through to the world and we treat ourselves with love and compassion and we treat others with love and compassion in recognition of this shared sacredness within each of us. And what becomes so special is the recognition that this voice within is always within. We can always count on it, this guide. One of the things that I'm learning to do through studying to be a yoga teacher, even starting this podcast, is trusting my voice and the divine channel that comes through. That if I come to this podcast or if I come to a yoga class without notes in front of me, that what I need to express is already within. The secrets are within because God, the sacred, is within me. This is what it is with journaling. The more we do it, and at first there's maybe resistance. I've talked to my mom about this often. She's always like, I don't have words. I'm not a writer. But the more that someone like her sits down at the page to just allow whatever to come through to come through, the more trust develops that there actually is something that will come through. And even if it's only silence, the silence will have a new fragrance to it because it will be the truth, the truth of who you are. And maybe for you it will be something else. Maybe it's not journaling. Maybe it'll be art. Whatever calls to you. The truth is there is not one path to God, to deep and inner peace. God is within, and we simply just have to remove the blocks and get out of our own way to be there, to remember that it's inside of ourselves. So there's not one path, one right way. You must wake up every day at 6 a.m. and journal. I encourage you to try it, (laughs) maybe not at 6 a.m. I encourage you to explore putting to paper what comes through you and making that a sacred time whether it's exploring the food you eat or your dreams from the night before or anything that comes up when you have strong feelings to sit down and write and you'll be surprised at what what comes through. 
I feel like my favorite poems or writing that I have done have had nothing to do with me or my brain. They have come through me. And I, too, am a witness to them arriving on the paper. They are the ones where I feel like I am deeply present, like my senses are withdrawn into myself. And this connects back to our purpose. It is that same feeling, that feeling we have when something, existence speaks through us, and it is that deep knowing, that experiential knowing that we know we are on the path and to trust and to have faith even in times of uncertainty. Journaling will help you develop self-trust and trust with the universe. You are supported. God is within and we share that divine essence within all of us. That's what connects us. Ultimately, there is no death. We are pure soul that goes on existing. And when we journal, we tap into that eternal self, that pure soul. Happy writing, my friends. I'd love to hear anything that has come through. Feel free to share with me. I look forward to connecting with you next week.